That was the Melvins Acoustic. They have a new album out that is all acoustic songs of uh, of songs throughout their whole discography. And I forgot. Let me see how many songs are on the album. But it, it, it's a rocker. What do you think, Scott? That was badass. It'd be like really cool to see because uh, you don't have to go through the whole production work of like setting up amps and running sound. It's kind of like. When you play acoustically, you control your own volume. And to be a badass, like like a metal band, acoustic metal band, kind of like the Tenacious D thing where they were always like kind of a metal band, but they just had acoustic guitars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I fucking love it. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, I don't know, a breath of fresh air, a new look at their songs, and it's just fun. Yeah. Like we said, it was uh, your Sunday barbecue jam. You know what I mean? 36 songs on the album spanning their whole 36. discography of just different songs they've picked. So we have the Metallica yeah. one, right? 
We have the Melvins and who else? Simple Tura. All no, covering the their the, own yeah, yeah, songs, yeah. but in a different light. Guest starring for the Simple Tura. Uh, people actually covering the Black Album. What was there, like 50 songs on that one? God, that was ridiculous. And then 37, the Melvins just going light. It's Melvins light, you know what I mean? There's <laughs> Melvins big bands, there's the Melvins, and then there's I Melvin light. Anyways, I'm Scott Allen. That's Kitty Farmer. Hey. Hi. Sorry I was late. I got the chance to hold like a little tiny purse-sized dog and I couldn't say no. I can't believe that was a dog. I was like, what are you holding? It was, <laughs> it was the size of the microphone, dude. How, how does something like that live? That's Chris Myers. <laughs> Hello. Super producer. Um, special thanks to Indian Roller for allowing us to do this. Uh, special thanks to Sudden Death. Fanboys over there. Thanks for supporting us. Mm. We needed it. Uh, follow us on all the social media platforms, um, Bangover Productions for everything across the board. Indian Roller at Indian Roller Austin at Instagram, and then Flooded Tombs on Instagram. That's what we love about the name. You don't have to like put ATX, you know, but Austin. It is, it is Flooded Tomb singular, just one Flooded Tomb, not multiple tombs. <laughs> It's always been tombs. Do you want right? to do, do the plug next time? It, it is tombs. It is tombs. Is it? No, it's, it's singular. Tomb. Oh my God. Scott's always said tombs. They're, because there's multiple people. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Multiple people can fit in a tomb, though, because my husband and I are thinking about buying our own like cemetery plots together, so multiple <laughs> people can fit in one. What? You're 30? Two. Two. And my back hurts every day, <laughs> and my so knees hurt. Dead. You're like... Google it, look it up. I might need it sooner than we thought. Is that how we were thinking? I mean, that's what you do when you're dating, right? Like, just before you get married, pop the question, think about <laughs> our burial plots. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me if, we, if I wanted to marry you. No, I was just wondering if you wanted to get burial plots together. We could. The band burial plot. Same difference, right? Oh, okay. I He's not bitter. Uh, hopefully, hopefully future sponsorship right here union mescal uh trying to get it in i want to do like a i don't know like a bangover cocktail does this sound dumb no that sounds good it should be like we should replicate the original formulation of four loco when it had caffeine in it and that's the flooded tomb no, that was, that's the Bangover. Oh, oh right, the Bangover. That's that the was now. Yeah. The flooded tomb would probably be more like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The flooded tomb. Sa- that's a cocktail. I right? think. Well, the Bangover would be a cocktail. I see flooded tomb as more like something that's been like brewed or fermented, not a cocktail. If that makes sense. I thought of a sexy cocktail. Uh, okay. <laughs> for Bangover, I was thinking like a, a mixer. Like, like you said, it's like Red Bull with uh, what's what's the strongest alcohol? No, we have? like a crushed caffeine pill, and huh, melted Jolly that Ranchers. That as the rimmer, like some Nodos as the rimmer. Yeah. Oh my god! Ooh. Crushed Ooh. caffeine pill, melted Jolly Ranchers. Oh, that's absolutely coloring. <laughs> that's absolutely disgusting. It's and then what? Just whale vodka. Yeah. Yep, that sounds about right. We're not going to get anything. With Sprite a or a club soda to you cut know, it a little, little bit. D- dilute it just a yeah. bit. You're insane. All right. Let's move on. Uh, oh, let's get into these songs here. Well, first off, we've got to talk about the anniversary. Seven oh, years. Yes, yes, Indian yes. Roller, seventh year anniversary. Yes. Um, 
one of the most difficult shows I've ever booked in my entire life. Uh, literally thought I was going insane. Or I was just going to like get in my car and just start driving. I'm like, nah, I'm done with this life now. I'm moving. I'm just leaving all that shit behind. Uh, but that being said, the best showcase I think I've ever booked. And it hadn't even happened yet. But all the bands are amazing. Uh, we'll go through it more um, towards the end. All the bands we have. The dates, obviously, is this Saturday. If you're listening to this, um, when it comes out, when is this? When is this thing here? Soon. Just play another song. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll move on to the releases here. We got um, Mono Lord. I think we've talked about them before. Right, I got two y'all pages. Heard, for heard, you, yeah, <laughs> y'all uh, heard of this band, Mono Lord. I feel like we've listened to them on the podcast before, but I'm not super familiar. It's very stonery, slow. Very slow? Deep. All right. Very slow? (laughs) All right. Let's check it out. Crack this beer. Giddy, what'd you think of the song? It was it was a stoner metal song. A bean bog and a yeah, bean bog, a bean bog and a a bean bog and a bang. <laughs> no, a, a bean bag and a bong. That's a bean bag and a bong song. That's what category that's going in. Um, that being said, I I love the guitar on like those tones uh, through the chorus. It reminds me of um. Kind of reminds me of the movie Heavy Metal, but the song in Heavy Metal was a Blue Easter Cold song, and that song always gets me. Uh, a veteran of a thousand psychic wars, and it's like kind of slow, 
but it's like the coolest fucking Blue Oyster Cult song. Yeah. Does anyone else remember this from Heavy Metal the movie? No. no. Just me then. Uh, I watched that shit all the time. Like, it was once a day when I was a kid. <laughs> this is a really great song. It's like super tasty. Yeah, I like it. how much. How much more time would it be? Still got about three thirty. Still got a whole fucking yeah. song left. And yeah. No, no hate. Like you know, I really, I do dig right. this song. But you know, I've been sitting here thinking about the song that's coming after know, this, right. and you, let's, you know, I have. Oh, so yeah. Like, let's, oh yeah. Let's let's let's. Um, so yeah, this song is <laughs> called "I'll Be Damned," and their album "Your Time to Shine" comes out October 29th. So oh. we'll cover some more of that when it drops. Uh, so yeah, we'll move on to the next song here from. Uh, the band Exodus. Are you excited, Giddy? Oh, I'm yes. excited. I thought so. It's a it's a banger. Uh, the song is "The Years of Death and Dying," and their album "Persona Non Grata" comes out November twelfth. Nothing ever changed. Like, time keeps going, but uh, Exodus just stays the fucking same. <laughs> are, we sure, are we sure that they're aging? Like, they're playing this shit at the age that they are. It's just impressive. I don't, I don't say, like, old people can't do it, but we all know music, especially metal, is a very physical thing. doesn't matter if you're a guitar player or singer or the fucking drummer, because that's actually always true about the drummer. It's like, you just fucking ball. But your wrist can go, you know, from doing that. Chuggerous, you know. That's not why your, your vocals can get broke. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking um, what do we say? Um, Bruce Dickinson. Holy shit! 
I don't think vocal cords age. I think he's always going to be able to sing like that. It's more like lung capacity and how well he keeps his body in shape, right? I don't know shit about singing. That's why I'm asking you. Uh, didn't you used to be like the one of the lead vocalists of Flooded 2? Don't call what I did singing. Don't ever No, that's true because that. I'll be singing and then I hear like a bellowing that like I can't hear myself. I just hear, whoa! I'm like, what yeah, power is house, happening? Powerhouse in the back. Yes. But <sighs> so I'm going to be up front. I'm kind of like big boomer vibes. I'm not good at using the internet. Exodus was supposed to play in Austin on Saturday, and I think the tour got postponed to April of next year, and I hope it did because I didn't go. So if they actually played and I missed Exodus, Testament, and Death Angel, I will be very ticked off. You'll be like, so someone tell me for going nuts that day. Just a little because just honking at people road right. Back in like fuck? the like the shovel headed days, like I I've just never gotten to see them. Something has always happened. Oh shit! That has like thwarted me. So, I'm, one of your favorite bands ever. You've never been able to. Get I'm to see. a shovel headed. I'm gonna go see Exodus Machine, and I. So never not once you've seen them. No, because something terrible always happens. It's kind of like me. Just, it's kind of like me going to New Orleans. Like something always happens. So. But it's your favorite band. You know, you know what my actual favorite band is, right? It's like my only personality. Is it our band? Well, yeah, but at the gates is my favorite band. Oh right, right, right. I only have one, and that's like my it's my only personality trait. (laughs) It be quiet. Anyway, that was a good song. (laughs) And tell me if I was right about the tour dates, because I was just sitting there googling. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Let's move on to the next one. Under a beard. Yes. Uh, Upon a Burning Body is the name of the band, and the song is Snake Eyes. Have you all ever heard of this band before? Um, so no. they're pretty good, and I they're not my favorite band. I'm a little familiar with them. so But they're good at what they do. I'm just not my favorite style. All right. Well, let's check them out. Don't come for me. Don't at me. Have you heard this before? Oh, yeah. that riff actually i fuck with that formation hold on let's hear a little bit of this give me a little of this all right fuck, fuck. 
I thought I thought we were gonna go uh, to the uh, to the gent. You know what I mean? I thought they were gonna do the gent thing. How everyone's been doing those solos lately? They're from San Antonio. That makes sense. I mean, why wouldn't this come from San Antonio? I'm not surprised. I'm just, man, it's one of these bands like maybe I'm not into this style of metal, so I never hear about it. I mean, not that I'm not into it. No, just I, I don't follow it, seek it. That I know kind what of you thing. mean because yeah. that's that's what I was saying too. Like, I don't really follow this style of metal. Yeah. So it's not something that's on my radar. This but like, that was that was a like good. A come and take it thing. <laughs> Why don't we just Why don't we just tank this entire episode right now? Because it it's a hot mess. All right, all right. That was fine. It was fine. It kind of reminded me of like the Devin Townsend project kind of thing. You know what I mean? I like the formations and the formations are actually really good. These guys are super talented musicians. So I'm I'm surprised it popped up because it well that's a you know it's just down the street you know and you're yeah. like damn this is, I think, right, this is in your backyard I think they have an album coming out I, they're just releasing singles right now uh, so you know if something happens maybe we'll cover them in the future alright well, fuck that let's yeah, move, move on. on move on ex- we're excited about this I feel like y'all know every, about this band? everyone heard about this band but we've never talked about this band for real you know about it before I this I know about this band oh I found it like Four years ago? We're talking about the same band here. Yes. Zeal and Ardor. Yeah. All right. I found it like four years ago. Spotify Weekly. Um, check that shit. All right. Well, they check got, it. If they, you have Spotify Weekly, just throw it on. They got a new album. So it's Zeal and Arbor, and it's uh, February 11th is the release date. Got a new single that's on the top of the like top played metal, and that's how it like got on my radar. I was like, what is this song? So the it's rest a- of the world figured out what we already knew. I mean, it's it's a fucking. I was gonna amazing. say typical, but I'm amazing. not trying to pat myself on the back. No, no, we we know what's good, and then everyone else seems. I to really it. did. I swear to God, I did. Have y'all heard I've, this song? I know, I know a lot of bands that I listened to back in the day, and then that now they're yep. like heavy as but like yeah. we talked about Turnstile before any of this shit was happening for them. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this new song is called I I don't I can't pronounce it. it I think it's German. Come on, come on. I, I don't I don't know. Come on. You almost had it. Gotter Damarun. Isn't that the name of like Is that like a Wagner? Sound, I don't know what sounded fucking right to me. Is that like the name of a Wagner piece or something? I, I swear I've seen we that said before. We don't know. <laughs> I didn't ask it, so I didn't know if you didn't know. <laughs> Google it. Alright, let's play this. Let me see you in the end. 
Well, I was not expecting that because of the first album that me and Kitty like fell in love with, like how we found him. Kitty? I've always kind of gotten the impression that Zeal and Arter were very like avant-garde, but in the best way. They're very raw. They're still very experimental, very like cerebral, very avant-garde. You can you um, can hear it in this song, but it wasn't. Have you heard their first album? Vocals, or maybe a second album? I'm not sure. But it's like uh, this whole phenomenon in phenomenon <laughs> in uh, Norway, where it's like this folk rock, like black metal folk rock, where like it will be like pretty much kind of this like folk rock song, but in the background there's like double kicks going. And, like, these screaming vocals are, like, roaring their way in with these, like, guitars that are about to explode. And then it will for, like, a second, but it goes back to this folk rock kind of, like, groove. It's, like, like Black Keys type so of stuff. So nothing like this. It was not like this, the album I listened to. This is, like, them in full black metal, you know, mode. What we listened to is, like, a mixture of black metal and folk rock, which that's what I was expecting. That's what I was like. Yeah, I was expecting that as well. I so really I apologize love, like, to the audience. <laughs> this what, What's going on in the background we were like, right we're now? We're excited, and this is fine. No, I, I dig it, actually. I really like this. Like, what, whatever the hell's going on, like, right now. I love it. Well, that was the end. Well, that was the end. Uh, you know, this band was something that had to grow on me anyways, so... You know sometimes when your favorite band comes out with a new album and their style kind of changed and you're like, I don't know if I like it, but eventually it kind of grows on you more and more oh, and yeah. it becomes your, like maybe even your your most favorite favorite album from the band. Has that ever happened to any of y'all? Oh no, I was I was actually thinking about that because I'm obviously bored, I don't think, but like Soilwork really changed their sound and that's one of the few bands that changed for the better. Their sound got better and better That's as they got older and matured, which normally, like, I am that asshole. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, we'll, t- we'll get back to this later. We already talked about it. Like, well, I don't know. I like Green and Blood better. And it's like, okay. Green and Blood is the only Slayer album. It's the only, <laughs> it's the only Slayer album. You know Everything I mean, else, they like, slowed down. Yeah, we're going we're to talk about Green and Blood later. But so. for me to, like, acknowledge, you know, like, Zeal and Arter, like, Soil Work, that I like the later albums better. It's hard for me. I have to reach deep down into my soul. But I'll do it for this album. Right. It's, I dig it. Yeah. I, I need to listen to more of it. I'm sure this is just a single. And maybe the rest of the album's going to have some of that more yeah. folk, folksy black metal. You know? Yeah, we'll true. See. That's what I think there's only for. three songs out so far. So, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. February 11th, next year. So quite oh. a ways out. Moving on. Yep. Moving on. Uh, the last band for singles we're going to cover is a band called Unleashed. I don't know if you've heard of this band. Uh, what are you talking about? I hate you. This band is like classic. What are you? What's the point? <laughs> oh, look, I'm offended. I'm like, get over here so I can kick your butt. <laughs> no, Unleashed Ask is me like. Dumb questions. That's what she have said. You heard of this, have you heard of them? Scott? Stupid questions, Chris. Have I heard of them? I'm just asking. Uh, uh, no. No. Okay. I well, mean, I mean it, the name's so common. I feel like it's just gonna fall off. Well, and it depends, right? Because oh, like, sure. I don't know. We were talking. There's so many different, like, very fractured metal, you know, quote unquote, scenes and influences. But I'm really big into like Scandinavian, like Swedish death metal. Like we were talking, like Dismember, Entombed, and this is like one of those. 
classics uh, of Swedish uh, death metal. I'm going to say no. Okay. I have never okay. heard <laughs> All right. All right, let's play the song. Let's check the song out. This is uh, <laughs> Unleashed with Where Can You Flee, and the album is No Sign of Life. November 12th is the release date. Follow us on uh, all the streaming platforms when it comes to this playlist. If you want to hear it, that's when we'll give you the full solo, but not until you listen to the playlist. I have to say, you I apologize for my us. little outburst, but I like Don't it, apologize. in my little not to that. Not in to my that. little like kitty farmer world. Don't apologize to a producer. Unleashed is to me and like my eyes. Unleashed is a very classic band. They're a staple of not only like Scandinavian or European death metal, but this is kind of my preferred death metal sound. It's like great, like brutal drumming, great vocals, kind of this very raw sound. Like this part right here is my favorite. Flashes of melody, but then sinking back into those like really intense drums. Um, yeah. I mean, this is classic Unleashed, and it's like Exodus. You know, they've been around for a long time, and they're still sounding. Evidently, like, as great as ever. Yeah, th- this fucking drummer is, like, unleashing everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> double-kicking the entire song. There was, like, a moment where he gets to stop and, like, catch my breath real quick. All right, back to it. Kind of reminds me of a little bit of myself. I mean, yeah, to me, this this drum sound is also perfect. It's, yeah. like, tepity, 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 tepity. It's, like, solid. It's, it's, like, intense. Yeah. There's, there's really, there's groove, but it's not... Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like everything else is like, groovier than the drums. The drums are the most intense, and then the guitars get to have fun and like create the groove and, you know, get get uh, you put some sauce on that. But the the drums in like some metal bands, like you know, Sex Cult, and even in some Flooded Tomb songs, where I just stay fucking steady across the board because you guys are so like have all these riffs and sounds and everything. So I I really need to set like a foundation for you guys to like dance on top of you know what i mean so to speak metaphorical 
Um, Giddy? Love the song? I, I mean, like, that... Sorry. I thought I thought I like had went on a long enough rant, so I didn't prepare any more comments. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you're asking me, I'll just I just wanted to catch you. I'll drive the point home. I like, really wanted to catch classic you. band doing their classic sound. Um, Unleashed to me is one of those bands that you can't touch. They're just always going to be great in my book. Yeah, if you need your metal fix, just put on some Unleash. Yes. Um, I mean, I think for all of us, we kind of people who gravitate towards metal kind of do like that, like raw energetic sound. Cause we were talking earlier, like with Exodus, when I'm listening to music, I'm thinking, how is this going to sound live? Would this be a band that I wanted to go see live? I think Unleashed would definitely be that for me. Yeah, definitely better to see live than to listen to on headphones. You know, it's still fucking rocks on these speakers out here, but to see them do that shit live, you know, with the, with the fucking the head twirls, the fucking helicopter. <laughs> You know, you can already imagine it, right? Fucking people just fucking nuts to butts in that crowd. Oh, the old days when we used to be able to do that. All right, moving on. Uh, we're not going to play any of these. We're just going to talk about them. If you have heard of these bands, we can talk about them. Uh, I, I haven't. I, I trimmed the fat on some of the playlists so we can, you know. Go on. Get to the songs. Okay. At least the good songs, you know. What I mean, trimmed out the ones that are we usually skip over. And right. We kinda... we have so many songs. I mean, you kind of have to just we can't play them all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We'll be here all fucking night. Yeah. So A lot of metal if, if comes out every day. Apparently, if you've heard of any of these, we can kind of touch on them. I haven't. Mm, heard of these I can't even say any of these names. So uh, well, the first one it looks like fractured. Fractured with the album somehow somewhere, and then Hedgeman with uh, Sidaris. Nuncius. So hmm. these uh, both came out on the eighth. So check them out if uh, if you've heard of these bands. They got new albums. Honorable mention. Yep. Uh, we will. Those are uh, the last of the singles, oh, will, though. Will those so. still? Will that still be in the playlist? No, no. Hmm. Right. No. But um, just again, honorable mention. Check them out. Uh, moving on though to actual music, we're going to play. Starting with. Naraka, Naraka, I, I, I don't know. Cursed is the name of the song, and in Tenebris, Jesus, these bands and their names. What, what's going on? I was thinking the same thing. I was, would it kill you to do like a just, song title in English or something? <laughs> I don't. I mean, no, this, this Latin see? is very frightening. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I am intimidated. I mean, that's I'm what it comes out. to, like, every single week with our playlist. It's, it's like, crazy oh, names for If you're not like, here, yeah. I would, I, if I was well, by myself, you know we, what, we couldn't do a podcast. Because I was like, I can't tell you who this band was, and I don't know the song title because I can't say it. Hold <laughs> up, though. That, that song we just recorded, like, the working title is in Latin, and then the thing I actually wanted to call it is, like, Ancient Egyptian. So you know what? Yeah. Forget yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this, the rest of the uh, stuff we're going to talk about are full albums that came out. We're just going to pick a song from each one. Uh, so, yeah, this is Cursed from Naraka. Check this out here.
thoughts on Giddy thoughts. I, I, I feel like we always turned it down on the fucking best part. <laughs> I know the solo or yeah. Like something. Yeah. I don't know. I I was I was just blown away. Like I've never heard of this band, but this is one of the bands that I'm going to look up. Really, really impressed. It's going to be a uh, you know hard it on your playlist. Yes. I mean, this is a band I would rush to see them live. This is fantastic. Yeah, this is very groovy. I, wanted, I was like, I want to see if the drummer can actually. I, oh, I, bet, they can. Can, yeah. I bet they can. I bet they can. This ain't too, too complicated. I mean, some stuff where I'm just like. And I'll say, like, some stuff is, like, literally, like, like Slipknot in the first couple albums. It's like. To, to see that he actually did that live, you're like, holy fuck. You're going to, like, hate me, but drummers. I'm not really familiar with Slipknot. It's, it but doesn't I've matter. Heard, it's just drums. But I'm <laughs> just talking drums. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, again, this is Naraka, and the album is In Tenebris, and it came out on the eighth. So the Let's whole get a little album. bit more of that, real quick. A little bit more. All right. Ooh. I knew it was going this fast, where yeah. I was like, I, this is exactly what I would have done with the drummer, too. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. What, Bloody Tomb's going to have to go to Triggers? It's crazy. It's crazy. Mixing that, uh, like, synth orchestra sound. I thought it was him just playing his guitar so fast that he just made. Yeah, I was gonna say like so, y'all. This I've been on this podcast several times, and you've heard me say this almost every time. I'm not a fan of like string, like violins or orchestral or symphonic sounds in extreme metal. But sometimes when you're listening to extreme metal, um, you can hear like a keyboard swell in your head, even if it's not there. They they For the studio, nailed you it. Have to like, layer it. You have I to feel make like it fatter, you know if that sound wasn't in this song I would have probably heard it if that makes sense you know what I mean yes and sometimes I, you listen, know, you're listening to a song and your brain like fills in the the blank like almost. a choral ooh or like a you know some violins or something it happens to me a lot when we it's very tasteful. when we play together where like I I'm so I'm so in the music that I, that I hear something and I look up and I think someone's singing like this this uh, vocal part or like doing this scream or roar, if you will, and it's like no one is doing that, but I can just hear it. I can just I hear it. It's like as clear as day, you know? It's kind of like when you come up with a vocal pattern, I'm yeah. sure. It's almost like when you hear that song for the first time, it's like, yeah, it's, I already knew it. Like, you already know. Right? Um, that's how drum gonna... parts work for me. When I hear the song, like, he gives me a riff, I kind of, like, right then and there, like, first 30 seconds, I, like, have an idea of already what should be here. It was... It was kind of built inside the riff, you know? I was actually going to say for, like, the newest song that we're working on, I thought I came up with a vocal pattern, and then I realized I had lifted, like, the exact vocal pattern from, like, a song that already existed. And I'm like, ugh, back to the drawing board. I'm like, it made sense in my head. And I was like, that that's actually, like, I mean, a song that already exists. Oh, okay. Well, that so close. That, yeah, it w like, I realized, I was like, this is kind of fun. And I was like, wait a second. Oh. Like it's like syllable for syllable, so it'd be more embarrassing if <laughs> no one in the band caught it and we just went with it. Well, and everyone was like, "Do you know it sounds like that one song?" And we're like, "Fuck, it is that one song." 
Yeah, I'm I'm not ready to be sued, so oh. Hey, Back to the drawing we're board. We're not big enough to get sued. That's true. Hence why we're still doing this podcast. Right? Exactly. We're, oh, yeah. We're not paying any of these bands. Yeah. In, <laughs> in actuality, we're, we're crooks. Yeah. Let's move on before I really sell ourselves out. It's like, shh. So, uh, next band we have up, God Complex. This is a Ooh. band from the UK, and they just put out an album, uh, To Decay in a Deathless World. Fuck yeah. And uh, it's a uh, about two-minute song, so... Uh, oh, we like those. Yeah, yeah. Or I like Get those. ready for that. No, we love like those. Yes. So the song I That's chose... That's like our bread and butter of this yeah. podcast. Death Trip is the name of the song. That was awesome. That, that kind of like broke my brain there at the that end. Was I'm like my... trying to talk to Katie. I'm like, every time it paused, I, I paused. I was like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. I know. Stop. It, it was actually kind of jarring. Like, the breakdown it. rhythms. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, burning in the depths of hell. It was awesome. I mean, I, 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 the only thing I would want out of this song is more speakers on stage to play this song one more time. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to feel that. Because it's so jarring, it's so abrupt. It, it almost knocked me out of my seat when you started the song. Yeah. And if we, we added another layer of speakers. Yeah. Huh, did you imagine? <laughs> Fly out of your seat. <laughs> Blow the table over. <laughs> Keep having to reset it every song. Like, oh, that was a good one. Really, really knocked us out of our seats. Uh, totally fucking amazing. Uh, God Complex? God Complex. Name of the band? Cool. I, Death Trip. Name of the song. Uh, the album is The Decay in the... In a Deathless World, yes. I just, I fucking, I love that title so much. I fucking, 
some of these, like, you know what I'm talking about, where it's like, that's the most awesome and brutal thing I've ever seen. Being a fan of, like, metal, you, you, you see this combination of words, and you're just like, badass, dude. <laughs> How can anyone say he's not, right? A lot of Latin, a lot of death, um, <laughs> a lot of, I don't know, darkness. I mean, it's given. <laughs> We're talking about metal here. Yeah. Sometimes a lot re- of religious things. I would love of, to yeah. see us switch it up and do a different genre. And just to, just to look oh at the, the playlist and the set list or like, you know, and be like, wow, this is all very different from the world of metal, isn't it? Yeah. It's all very <laughs> fun and, and bright mean, and colorful names. And you don't think like Burning in Hell is titles. fun and like <laughs> ruling over the abyss I of think that because, of course, I think it's fun. I, yeah, I mean, that's fun. I was talking Why about, would like, we do this if people. we didn't find it yeah. enjoyable? I mean, I love the idea that we can actually, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Indian Roller, but we can literally deter someone from being here. They're like, oh, that's too much. <laughs> Just have to Sun walk. Sun is still walk here. Inside. Thanks, y'all. I'm like, thank you. They love it. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I'm talking about maybe yuppies, Maybe they don't want us man. to feel uh, unpopular. I'm talking about yuppies. Yeah. I'm talking I'm, about I regular mean, Joe Schmoes I'm and kind of, sandals that show up to a bar. That's y'all what know I'm talking that I'm about. Kind of, the guy that shows up in sandals. I look. I'm wearing sandals right now, and I am a. You're a lady. I wish that I was at brunch right now, or at the mall. But the mall's closed. I wish I was brunching at the mall. Where did this come from? (laughs) You. That's what I'm like. (laughs) I'm basic. You're very quiet. Very. I I assume, like you see, it was. It's always the funniest thing. It's like she's so quiet. She's so small and tiny and innocent. And then you get up on stage and you bite motherfuckers' heads off. And you're it's, swiping at people. Uh, and you literally told the our bass player and the other guitar player to get the fuck out of your way right before the show started. You were like, don't did, even get they, in this area because I'm going to fuck you up. They did. They got out of the way. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, these guys are being real, like, you know, tucked in today. Because I was able to be seen and actually had a photo that's not like me tagged as the drumstick that goes over Kitty's head. Scott was there, too. Oh my God. <laughs> Here he was. <laughs> well... I think it's kind of like, you know, small dogs are the loudest, too. Except that cute That's little purse true. dog that I held. That That's sweet true. little purse dog. Oh my God. Bring him back they, out here. It's almost cruel that we breed things like that. It's <laughs> like a science experiment. Like, it's just <laughs> literally, like, we took a dog that was deformed, and you were like, you know, it would be really cool if we just mixed it with this other deformed dog <laughs> until we just keep getting more deformed. And most of those dogs have, like, bad health problems. You know, or they're dumb. You've met my dog, Charlie, or Justin's dog. Yes. I kick that dog every single day. To teach him a lesson. <laughs> um, to make him a good dog. I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> I feel like no matter how you say it, kicking your dog is never acceptable. No. I was like, but he jumped on me and then he licked my leg, and I don't like that. I Kick. have. <laughs> I have a Stop loving big me. mastiff pit bull like bump me. Just bumped you. With his head. Yeah, he's being friendly. Oh. Jupiter bumped me with his big old dog head. Oh, you, and I you couldn't, saw the Jupiter. I couldn't Jupiter. figure out what this... I have this huge gnarly bruise. And he yeah. was just trying to, like, say hi. He's I've, not fierce at all. Smaller I've, dogs. Yeah, I've seen that dog literally, like, crack a beam. Like a support beam that holds a porch. Yeah. From running into it like a big old dum-dum. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. He goes... And you're like... Oh, did you fracture that? That's like fractured, but still, nonetheless, you're like, stop hitting your head on everything. Yeah, but you know, you zero, worry me. zero malice, he just has a big head. I, maybe it's like smaller, small things are fierce because you need to be because 
people won't get the hell out of the way. That's true. <laughs> Says the little small lady over here that is very, very, very angry at times. I love it. All right, let's move on. Ooh. Moving on. Uh, another album that came out on the 8th. It's called Labyrinthian from the band The Breathing Process. I don't know if you've heard of this band. No. But uh, I picked the song Shadow Self. Hold up. I check them out. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. No, I'm trying to. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, it's still there. Especially like the last part. It's weird because, again, like on paper, I wouldn't have thought that I would like that song, but I actually like the symphonic element. It added a lot to the song for me, like especially like right here. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, it adds kind of, it almost has like a driving quality to it because you've got to remember like metal is played on string instruments. What is a piano yeah. or a violin but another string instrument? Sounds, sounds good to me. That's true. Um, I think it just makes it sound like so much more epic, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it kind of like, it always adds to the thought of metal in my head where it's like, you know, like it's the Viking thing. Like anything that's like this huge production. I, I guess I always go back to the metal apocalypse, the death clock kind of thing. But they, they nailed it on the head with the imagery of like when it comes to all metal in this realm. I mean, this is kind of where we're going for like these epic shows where the lights like adjust and like blow up in your face you know what i mean where it's like 
I, I love it because seeing it live with the light show, and it has to do everything when you're in a metal band, you know? It really builds the dynamic of the show because like, the lights will dim and then just blast you in the face when it comes back, you know? Or like something fun, like even the strobes on the double kicks, you know? A lot of venues will do that, like as they start to remember like one of our songs, they'll start to like, you have to do it kind of, you have to do it manually on the board. You have to follow my rhythm and click the lights back and forth. And they'll try to do that. They'll be like, oh, he's going to do that double kick part again. I'm going to hit the, I'm going to hit the. And I fucking love it, just being a drummer, you know what I mean? It's interesting. Oh, being a metalhead, you know. Oh, isn't, I was going to say it's interesting that you mentioned Death Clock because obviously Death Clock also uses like symphonic sounds Absolutely. and like keyboards. And you have to, it's, it makes, there's, it's, it's thicker. When you, there's the reason why there's nine people in Slipknot. You when know? you first hear that like just raw, like guitar riff, it sounds great. But when, that symphonic part comes in with that like melody, almost like a, how do you say it? Like a descant or like a descant? I don't, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the only way I can remember it, I was in girls course in high school. There's this soprano that sings the melody. Then the soprano one comes in and there's that like higher part that you didn't even know you needed. Yeah. And you need it. And like when that part comes in, it sounds awesome. It's, it's almost like a chill up your spine yeah. because it's that one element that completes the song building layers it makes it perfect and i think i think that the breathing process really uses that to effect um it's not just like thrown in there for no reason or not just like a yeah and it's literally like what are we talking here unless like punk rock or you know there's exceptions and bands there's exceptions (laughs) when it comes to bands recording like like fugazi i don't really feel like added anything that wasn't already there when they played live like they just double guitars kind of thing, you know, but like we always we there's little things that are put in the backgrounds of recordings because it sounds hollow because you're not on stage. It doesn't sound big, so you have to create more sounds in the background. Like we layered the vocals on our up and coming demo because just the one vocal track or just a single vocal wasn't going to cut it when it came to how many layers the band had. So the vocals needed to layer out. And if anything, yes, we need to do that in Flooded Tombs at certain at certain a certain point. points. Yeah. Yeah. Those vocals doubled really helped out. Absolutely. It created layer depth and, and, and um it's just it just made it better it, all the way around. It's not lazy. We we thought it out and we added that time and effort. And it's not adding too much, but it's just adding the right amount, <laughs> you, you know? You know I didn't write I didn't, the producer was like, did you think about a backing vocal? And I was like, no. I and asked you that, like, a well, month before we went in. I was like, have you been thinking about a backing vocal? And you were like, no. no. Well, I don't have to because did Justin. Did you even consider doing it, Scott? Oh, no, I wanted her to do it. Okay. Because her voice was going to layer up and match. Like, when yeah. we go in live, then I'll do it. Or, like, if I have a vocal part in a new song that it needs to be how I sound to make that work, then we'll record it with my vocals. But other than that, like, we're just trying to create layers. And that's why I always do backing vocals still to this day where, like, I don't ask anyone. I just pick, like, what you're singing. I'm like, yeah, I'm no, going to do don't it. Ask. I don't fucking <laughs> ask. I don't, I do not just ask. jump in. Fuck um, you. Why should I ask? But no, I, band. I didn't think of that. But now I don't need to because I know that Justin will always tell me exactly what to do. So he's <laughs> actually enabling bad behavior yes yeah, so you want to give a shout out to the recording studio oh yeah shout come out to track come it. and track it there i can't believe we didn't shout them out before they're absolutely great i love them they're so like nice and i always Great think facility. it's facility 
it's a nice facility. It's always great to work with um, engineers and producers who are metal fans because they understand what we want. They understand like the feel we want, and we don't have to. Um, yeah, if you're if you're in a metal band, go to a guy that does metal. Don't I've, I record bands, but I've never done metal before. Fuck that. You I've recorded I mean? like you know death metal with somebody who wasn't a metal fan, and it came out like very sparse and staccato. Yeah, which works for some genres, but not for that. It can, it can, like not uh, for, but not for that because it was it's like, like a Queens thing. of Stone Age working with like a pop producer that does a lot of pop music, and then you it, know, but Nine Inch Nails would do the same thing. But these people control what they sound like so much that they want to collaborate with that person and, and bounce ideas back and forth more kind of so. You know what I mean? I think, like, for me personally, I, I was really jazzed to work with Come and Track It because they're metal fans and, like, we speak the same language and it's quick and easy. And maybe for me personally, because I'm not really experienced, um, it really it was, took it all was the like worry the out of match. everything. Yeah. Well, it did because they actually, they did... When you guys hear it, they did produce that vocal performance that, like, obviously all the vocal was me, but a lot of the direction was from them. But I couldn't have gone in there or I couldn't have recorded did, that vocal yeah, myself. But they pushed you to push yourself, and they were trying to capture the best thing they can possibly. When, when someone's an engineer, a producer, they're trying to capture magic. So you need to push someone in that direction, you know? Like, they... There was a time where the board fucked up and I'm sitting there for like three hours when I should have already been recording, like just sitting there waiting for them to fix the board. And they apologized to me like still to this day because they were like, I didn't want you to lose the energy. I didn't want you to lose the energy. And they kept saying that like they thought I was going to like be all pumped and then like start to lose it because it's like, so when is this going to you know, happen? But for me in the studio, I just sit there and I'm like cool as a cucumber until it's like time to explode. And then if I don't get my takes right, then I'm going to start throwing things. I'm going to go outside, punch a few things softly, scream, you know, internally, because <laughs> I don't want to hurt my hands, and uh, get back in there and do it again. But that's me, you know? You got to find your process. God, I don't have one. I get... You got to find one. I get debilitating stage fright all the time. That's a good thing, Like, I all think. the time. And I think... Um, Use that shit as your weapon. You're like... I you're think getting yourself hyped up and you gotta go out there and just fucking it's gonna sound okay though I think it's gonna sound okay that's gonna sound fucking amazing it has to sound okay we were listening gonna... to it earlier you Sounded know uh, we're not gonna play it yet not yet no. not yet we're gonna keep it a secret so uh on that note let's move on we have so many other things to cover uh last one so Knocked Loose I know we took oh we talk a lot about uh Turnstile um it's another hardcore it's, it's sort of it's in the yeah. realm of this New hardcore. This, okay. This, I, I did a little bit of research behind the scene or about the the scene of the new hardcore. Like that's what we're saying. Just new hardcore because it's a new way of hearing it. You know, um, this you kind of mix a lot of more into like a. They're supposed to be the top dogs of the job. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not anymore because of what happened on Turnstile. Well, but, they they just went on a tour with like uh, Gojira and like all kind. Like they I know. were. Because I saw that, doing, and I'm like, yeah. man, this 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 style is blowing up. And yeah. if you've never heard this new hardcore style, it's like they take everything. Yeah, it, it's hardcore music, but they're adding like metal riffs doing in there. Different. They're doing, but they more add of a metal riffs metal in thing, there. So. but then pull back when it comes to like using hip hop, like to cut it. You know what I mean? Like That's being heavy, them, but yeah. using the hip hop to cut off, like to shave off it being metal. To keep it in the realm of hardcore, and that's it's it's fucking good. 
Yeah. It's really fucking good. Uh, Knock Loose, I've listened to a couple songs. They seemed just like... All All I heard was a hardcore band. The, the couple like songs more, I heard. On the he- the harder edge, they're, they're but they do have their like de- breakdowns and stuff, right? Yeah, they they do. They're they're very hardcore, hardcore. Um, but this album, a tear in the fabric, a fabric of life. It's an EP. It's about twenty one minutes ish. They have a short film that goes along with it, so it's a an animated film. It's pretty interesting. Um, so it's this whole kind of concept EP oh. album release. Nah. Picked a song here that's the first song on the EP, Where Light Divides the Holler. Let's do it. Let's do it. That one almost knocked you out of your chair, huh? Yeah, for sure. I So I love that thing they did at the very last part of when we were listening. It was like half slam, half breakdown. Yeah. It was intense. I loved it. And I the songs I heard, like this was this was metal as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> this was metal as fuck. But you, again, you you see what I'm saying where they like they're starting to mix these styles. Yes. And they're they're being as 
intense as possible, but still being like fun and groovy and lighthearted in a lot of ways, you know, which it's, it's all about that right touch, you know, I mean, um, just in general, when it comes to any style of music, like if you're going to sing over heavy music, I I had that right touch, you know, it has to be a certain vocal style. I think we all Some pretty always agree upon, vocals. You know? It was insane. Yeah. It sounds, it, I mean, something about Knocked Loose for me, it's just pure emotion, but it's something it's beyond angry. emotion. Yeah. It's very angry. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It's like pure just rage. It reminds me of, yeah, just pure, like. It's not just no. emotion. It's yeah. like anger. It's rage. It's. That's why you see their shows on YouTube yeah. and it's just people getting fucked up. I mean, the turnstile show is... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it like was crazy. hardcore type shows where it's people on stage jumping off. And they're a little bit more... You know, there's there's some symphonic drum beats in their songs. Uh, I haven't listened to enough yeah. of Locked, Knocked Loose, but we could hear some symphonics. Uh, I can't even say the fucking word right now. I'm so parched. Um, oh, yeah. In the background of that song, even though it's super hardcore, you know? Like, someone had a keyboard. Or a, yeah, a yeah. turntable, some, some sort or of fucking iPod that they just on. press play. <laughs> uh, I fucking loved it. I'm glad we got to run into one of these songs on yeah. the podcast. You know what I mean? Check out Always the uh, the short film. Again, the whole album is like a concept for this uh, 21 minute film. It's on YouTube, and it's animated, so it's pretty cool. It's, it's like some claymation type stuff. Oh, cool! Yeah, that type of animation. I always love that. It's, it's kind of creepy in some ways. You know what I mean? The animation's very creepy. It uh, has a strobe warning before the videos. There's, there's a lot of flashing lights. As you can kind of hear with the music, it's kind of... scary? Kinda... It scares the bejesus you... out of me sometimes. I went back... It's just weird how it moves. When we... Uh, well, obviously, you know, shout out to Tool. Um, and then after y'all introduced me to the band Cognizance, I went and looked back, and they have some really, like, creepy claymation <sighs> music videos as well. <sighs> There's some there we could literally have just a podcast of creepiest sounding and the way the music video looks, you know? I know I always bring back the Igor thing, but it, it <laughs> every music video really disturbs me like a lot. It's very disturbing. And there's been I just love music videos that really kind of like trigger your it's just what the fuck am I watching? Like those Nine Inch Nails music videos, Nine Inch Nails oh, music band videos. ones and stuff. Yeah, those are fucked up. Dude, you can only find clips. Like you have to really get some dark web shit or maybe, maybe. I think they're on YouTube. You can find them, I think. No, I tried. Oh, okay. Maybe a porn website. I'm not joking here. I'm not joking. So, uh, Romstein, they did the song Pussy, right? super like band they're just doing it to stir shit up i like the song a lot but then they made a music video that it actually has clips of porn in it so the only place you can really find it is like Pornhub. that's what i'm saying like it's so graphic where it has to be on another kind of a site because it can't be i don't know you know it's very explicit yes yes yeah, yeah the nine nails one is so like how did that even get filmed where someone was like we're gonna waste the money on something that we're never gonna use <laughs> and cause it's like this uh, he, this guy pretty much cuts off his own penis it's or this table like starts whatever we, we can move on before yeah, we get okay, cancelled yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like let me describe something <laughs> that is it keeps me up at night that's what it does I'm not gonna lie like even Wallace and Gromit kind of freaks me out so I, I, I don't I think I'm ready saying. yeah 
No. I think the one with the pants. I think freaks me we, out. We take some mushrooms and we we watch these videos and we figure it out. We figure it out. Something about our, ourselves. That should be our next podcast. Just that. The, our mushroom, the mushroom edition. Yeah. <laughs> Just have like a paramedic on standby. Like, all right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I got a go. short list here of uh, some albums that came out on the 15th. I, uh, do you want to play any like, of these songs? Uh, well, we played the Melvins. We've talked about Tom Moreo's album, The Atlas Underground. Oh, yeah. uh, that Melvins was an acoustic album, mm-hmm. Five Legged mm-hmm. Five Legged Dog. And then um, we had a few other bands. I don't know if y'all uh, recognize any of the names. Y'all can talk about them. If not, we can kind of move on. The, the only one I remember is um, Vildiarta. That's the one you remember? <laughs> yeah, we've listened to them before. And, yeah, we, we really liked them, if I remember correctly. I, I fucking love uh, 12-Foot Ninja. Okay, okay. Let me explain. Uh, have, you, do you, have you guys heard this band? No. So... Obviously, I'll sit here and argue with me, uh, argue with anyone about new metal. Anytime you want, F- come find me and I'll I'll fucking I'll, I'll talk it up with you about new metal because I'm not ashamed of it in any way. So this band is kind of like the a new new metal sounding band. I I guess they're not in the realm of new metal because it's a genre that's dead, so you can't really be in that. Well, no, but they sound like a new metal band. They do the new metal thing I like to the fullest to extent. There's like a revival. Right, you said there was a revival yeah. and I immediately thought of 12 Foot Ninja, but they're Australian and all their music videos are hilarious. But they all their songs are about like kind of like really like standing up and like fighting for yourself kind of thing, like very self-positive. And um I don't know. Like it's so corny. I love it. That's kind of what it is. And they know it's corny too. Cause they'll, they'll play a song that has like this total like metal or gent breakdown. And then the next part will be like this cocktail lounge song, you know, where they do like that kind of faith, no more Mr. Bungle kind of approach where it's like, we're just really going to do whatever the fuck we want. And that's how they, their approach is all the time. I don't know. I, I will send you guys music, uh, a music video. I've sent the band these music videos late at night drunk as fuck because that's when I watch it because it's funny when I'm drunk and the music is not bad. So can we play a little bit of that while we go take a little beep beep? <laughs> uh, let me see. You can vamp for a little bit. Um, what about this? Uh, the other one that you wanted to, to oh, talk I'm not, about? No, I'm, just talk about. I mean, I don't really remember. I just remember we listened to it and we liked it. Was it kind of like maybe one of the more old school, like heavy metal sounding? That's, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, right? The fact that you remember the name and it's it's kind of like triggering something. It's like apparently we were like surprised by it. No, yeah. Well, also because I was sitting there, right? Because I took Swedish and Norwegian language in college and it didn't really Mm. do me much good. So I was so excited. I was like, look. I can read it. <laughs> <laughs> like the most I've ever used it. That's why I need you on this podcast. That's why I need you. I mean, on this it'll podcast. happen every now and then. But I mean, for me personally, like we talked about, you don't go out seeking certain kinds of things. I don't really go out seeking like old school heavy metal sounding things a lot just because I'm guilty of listening to Maiden, you know, over and over, you know, Priest or a newer band like White Wizard. I'm like, I'm good. So when I hear something like this, I'm like, this is refreshing. It's nice. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know, someone saved that song out there. But let's throw it out there anyways. It, just follow the playlist. You're going to find something good, you know? And we'll, we'll talk to, about this band again, I'm sure. I tried to find the playlist and I couldn't, again, because I have poor so, computer skills. So if you would send it, you know, we want to appreciate Yeah, yeah. All right. Turn it up. So, Kitty, I know you didn't get to hear, like, the entire song because we've been holding <laughs> this bathroom break in for quite a while. Uh, but just hearing the beginning and, and what we just kind of ended on, um, you kind of got what I was talking about, right? Where it's it's kind of, like, genty as well. Like, we talked about gent it's metal. very genty. Yeah. But I, they do these breakdowns that are very, like, 
like old soil work. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Where they used to get to that point. Because those new metal bands eventually started getting to that point, you know? Where it's like, we got to change it. Now it's like getting up to a different style of music until like it was pretty much completely different from where we started when we say new metal. You know what I mean? Um, something you said about that, like, cut to the heart of me. <laughs> when you, But no, you know what's weird? Because it blew my mind that you were like, I love Soil Works. And all I remember is like 2001 Soil Works. And I'm like, what? And see, and <laughs> like, that's my, my that thing is like, band? most of... You're right. Figure number five was very like yeah. new metal, and so most that of song the song Halo. Most of the oh soil work God. I listen to is more like now they turn post- into a death metal band. Well, they're like a mellow death band, but okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I didn't even realize that, but now that you mention it, because I I listen to some new metal, but the band Kitty really did that. They turned <laughs> from like a new metal band into like. They were getting somewhere else with that uh, album, uh, Oracle. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's when true. We started off with like uh, Spit or like, a, what is it called? Whatever. The album was called Spit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was, I was and like, that, Am I getting this right? Yeah, it was. With Brackish. I fucking love the song Brackish, but and that the was, album kind of, you know? It was kind of like, you ever heard these bands like called, I don't want to put them in like the lady rock bands, but it's like I'll Jack, off, Jack off Jill. Have you ever heard this band? They sound nothing. They kind of had the same. I'm leaving. <laughs> you know that band? How do we're? I'm wearing black and white striped stockings, and you <laughs> ask me if I've ever heard of Jack Off Joe. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. No, we don't know Kitty at all. No, it's. <laughs> I mean, Chris. I think we have a very common frame of reference, like me, you, and Chris, because we're almost the exact same age, and we were growing up with the same bands. But I, I'm, I'm going to say I, I don't really, I don't feel like Jack Off Jill sounds like. Kitty, but you you no, know. No, no, no. I meant like the album Spit. Kind of oh, yeah. had like a feel because they would always do these like kind of like open sing song parts where like Brackish was just fucking fun. And then these other songs were kind of like, mm, they all sounds like filler after that. But Oracle was fucking heavy. Oracles. And I've been fucking obsessed with that drummer of Kitty. Like, I would marry that woman to this day. Like, I would give up my whole life and just be her drum tech. Like, oh my God. So, so gorgeous. When I was, like, really young, well, like, you said when I was, like, you know, obviously, like, 13 or 14, I was walking around listening to nothing but Kitty, Otep, and Jack Off Jill. And that, you know, <laughs> no which idea. kind of, you I know, mean, obviously, th- that's why I... My favorite lady rock band is uh, L7, because they fucking slam. They they were, like, the meanest, like, one of the meanest bands I've ever heard, just because of their, like, demeanor and their attitude. And when I saw them live, I was like, it's even meaner than the album's. That's that's my favorite lady rock. Do you like when I say lady rock and put it into this category? Yeah, I'll kill you. Actually, um, everyone's allowed to play music. Everyone's allowed to play music. If Flooded Tomb isn't your favorite lady rock band, and that's just a damn shame. Yeah, we got two ladies in the band. And um, talking about myself? No, I'm a lady too. Look, at, are look you at a lady? Hair. I'm very pretty. Yeah, his hair is actually <laughs> better pretty. than mine. I I'm. The second prettiest person in the band, right? Uh, are you going to say yourself? We're going to hold an Instagram poll. I actually, I, what do you think? I mean, so. Rob wins. That's a good <sighs> point. So everybody. I killed myself that night. <laughs> everybody in Flooded Tomb has like a different look, right? Like we, you can't. We don't even look like oranges. we're in the same band. That's, see, okay, so. Yeah. That's why we need jumpers or a okay, costume. Or, Okay. Two things, and st- I'm just going to... It's a podcast, right? I'm allowed to talk. Stop me. Two things. We need to dress up as Squid Game 
for Halloween and y'all aren't cooperating and it's not going to kill it. you to wear like a squid game. I just, I, it won't kill me. It won't what, kill you. you. It's literally it? a no, it's sweat. Gonna, probably there's going to be like a thousand squid game. You think so? I'm Korean. It's the most popular costume. I'm right fucking now. Korean. Shut up, white boy. And put on the damn <laughs> squid game outfit. She's all gonna like there's gonna be so many people dressed like that. Are any like, of them, we'll actually play a squid game. Are with any them of them Korean? We'll actually no. make the show happen in real do, life. Do, at do, the Far Out do, Lounge show. Do, 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 yes, we will challenge do, those other bands. Do. And the uh, actually the I had been talking to Rob about that. I do think and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but we do like look like we're in five different bands, so Left to my own devices. Actually, it's weird because I posted about this on Facebook. Something brought it up like left to my own devices. Like I would call the way I usually dress like kind of like a modified mall goth look. I like fingerless gloves and like striped socks and um, just like stuff like that. And we're a product of our time still. Well, and when know. when I was in my old band, like I basically everyone thought we were a goth metal band because I would show up in like black ball gowns and gloves and, you know, tights and ribbons and all this stuff. And um, I was thinking, like, when I joined Flooded Tomb, I can't show up looking like that because... Because everyone else Nathan's is wearing, like, a pearl snap and, <laughs> like... And, you know, in Rob's the summer... Got a cowboy hat. <laughs> cowboy hat. It, like, we, read the room, Rob. No one else is wearing one, dude. You're an asshole right now. look like a fucking <laughs> asshole at the show. We... <laughs> We really would look like we were in five different bands, but when I when we played on Friday, I was like, "Well, it's getting cooler, whatever." Like, put the I had put my summer clothes away, and I had my fall clothes, and I like did my like little look, and then some like I guess like younger generation people were like, "Wow, we really like your outfit." I was like, "Okay," like I guess this is fine, but you still you don't want to like I liked I you liked, don't want to show yeah. up. I liked when you came in and like. No one's really heard us play live yet because it, it was maybe our second gig. And you coming in the Hello Kitty jumper. Oh, yeah. Maybe, was that our first gig? That was our first Austin show. See, there you go. Hello Kitty yep. jumper. Yeah. It, and, like, the, the, like, Hello Kitty. Like, and, you know, I've told everyone about you and, like, you know, how the band has changed and we booked this show and then they get to see you for the first time with us. Especially uh, Sex Cold, they were like, she was just wearing this little Hello Kitty jumper, and then she gets up there and just starts building, like, <laughs> the most evil thing you've ever seen. But you look so fun and adorable before you get up there and start having that, you know, before the metal consumes you and you become it, you know? And um, I think that's better than wearing the goth stuff and, like, kind of pushing in. Well, I, I would love to do that, too, you but know? I, but we don't, we don't have to, like, shoehorn ourselves in some ways where we can kind of... But we should always do something that is do, do, fun. Do, do, yeah. do, do. Can you please just like dress up like I'm Korean? Nobody. I will do it. Nobody I, I, else I in no, that show I, is Korean. I've. I tried to do the monks one year, seen, and I said you can't play in a robe. You can't play drums in a robe. So it didn't really work out for me. Listen, I have an appointment. Uh, just listen. Up I'll and, do it. I'm, okay. I'm not against it. Do you? Are you I will get everyone that, else to. Do you think another band is going to show up as Squid Game? He does. Who? Maybe. No, I told Aaron from Redbeard Wall my idea. What if he did show up as Squid? I know other bands are dressing up. I heard. God, some other bands. You need to dress up. up. You're embarrassing. You're embarrassing me. We'll think about it. We, we need, need to, We need to come up with ideas. We should just okay. There's. We should dress up as another band. We could dress up as like baby metal. We could dress up as. <laughs> 
What if we just did the classic, uh, we could just the have classic this- monsters like, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, you know, uh, uh, vampire, uh, Dracula, yeah, Dracula, you know, creature, the I Black like, Lagoon, yeah, the I Mummy. Yeah, I want to be the creature. Yeah. No, be like I, the goddamn cereal, you know, I still, why can't we just be emojis? Just the emoji <sighs> costumes are like $20. So I want to be the eggplant because eggplant, eggplant is good for you, dude. I think we all should dress like Freddy Krueger. It's just an idea. I, I, well, I'm, I'm spitballing. Play a song. Play a, sp- Play a song. song so I can. Right, so yeah, we're gonna move on to all of these albums came out on the fifteenth. Some local shit. This right? first is one is right? a local yeah. band. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, High Desert played. Queen yes. with the uh, album Secrets of the Black Moon, and the song is The Mountain versus the Quake.
Absolutely love it. Shout out to High Desert Queen for playing Indian Roller. Um, Help me out in a pinch. And uh, they, they crushed it, though. Like, please come back and do it every time. Do, do whatever you want. Play any day you want. Just tell me when you want to play, and I'll, I'll make it fucking happen. <laughs> I'll make your dreams come true. Kitty, thoughts? I really liked it. And I, to be honest, like, I had never listened to them before, which is terrible, right? Because I'd heard their name everywhere. Of course. And I... We all kind of grew up together, if you will. It sounds like great. Like, all these bands started becoming a thing, like, five years, four or five years mm-hmm. ago. And we're all kind of getting built at the same time. You know what I mean? I don't, it sounds really good, and I'm glad that they... Like you were saying before, maybe they didn't have a lot of presence on Spotify, but... No, it was... They were holding back on yeah. uh, the album release until now. Like, the big production, you know? I'm yeah, glad... Quentin gave us a lot of time to do some shit. It's really amazing, and... Like, hopefully I can see them live soon. Definitely. They, they absolutely crushed it here. Again, um, it's one of my favorite band shirts that I've gotten so far. You know? With the the tiger. I, I fucking absolutely adore that shirt. Uh, let's move on, because we got a couple of other things. Not too much more. Yeah. But. So, another band up is a, sort of another sort of stoner-ish rock and roll band um, called Cranium. If you've ever heard of this band. Uh, oh wait, sorry, no, skipped one. The Silver, sorry. Gatekeeper is the name of the song, and Ward of Roses is the, the name. The Silver. Is, yes, have y'all heard of this band, The Silver? No. It's it's still it's another stoner band, um, heavy, you know, vocals. So check this out. <laughs>
also uh, spoke on the stoner thing. I was I was thinking more Mastodon, the Coggy, fucking awesome, yeah. dude. The yeah. next band is the, the one that I'm might thinking. be the gem of the night. To be honest, like turn it up a little bit more. I it's hear very. That uh, it's get, got that prog Mastodon juice feel. On but, this. Give me some fucking know. juice. Come on. But really death metal it. also, you know. I mean, uh, we still got. I mean, so. What y'all think? I love it, and I want you to turn it back up. I want to hear this in. We, we got to keep going. So fuck. I, damn it! All right, follow us on all the streaming platforms so you can hear the full song. Follow the playlist. Just keep it in the in the collection. What do you have? Apple Music or Spotify or whatever you got. Unless you have YouTube, and then I don't know. YouTube Music. There you go. <laughs> Are we on YouTube? The podcast, I believe, is. Is it the playlist? No, I don't know about the playlist. I don't, I don't have YouTube music. That's a whole nother. That's really hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, like a lot of time and effort. It would take us. Holy shit. That would take so long to put that together. Well, I don't think anyone. People will just listen to it on Spotify. But yeah. No, dude, I'm getting like. Sorry. I almost get like a post black metal vibe from this song. Ah. The more I listen to it. It's, I'm obsessed it's with It's really this. drawing me in. This is like my favorite type of metal at times. You know what I mean? Because it's like right there before it became death metal and it's still kind of thrash metal, you know? Still kind of thrashy. All right, moving yeah. on. So this is the band Amazing. I was, the I was silver thinking again. of here. Cranium. This is where we were. had a little switcherooski happen. Um, Unknown Heights is the name of the album. Also came out on the 15th. And A Secret Garden is the name of this song. They kind of sound a little bit like uh, that first band. High Desert Queen with the vocals, you know, mm. but still kind of like rock and roll, sludgy ish. So.
Fun thought. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Flooded Tomb should be Limp Biscuit for Halloween. Just to piss people off. Just to piss them all off. Just to, just to piss everyone off. People and love then, Limp Biscuit. And then please, what are you talking about? When we're done playing, please come up to me and be like, why would you do this? And I'm like, I will tell you why. <laughs> I will tell you exactly Listen, why. People are, like, people are into Limp Biscuit right now, so... What if we were Slipknot and we just got a bunch of dummies to fill in as the rest of the members if we just placed them on stage? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, in honor of Joey. I don't know if that would be like... In honor of Joey Jordanson. What? Maybe we could be one Mushroom of my icons? I'm talking about one of my icons oh. passed away this year, so... I'm, oh, I was, you know what the best costumes are? It's always what's going on it this year, right? What's, yeah. what's the new hotness? What's Squid the, Game. Uh, right, Squid Game. Uh, another one was um, uh, Suicide Squad, and you just yeah, put the, yeah. the, the 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 starfish on your face. There's a mask. You just put it on, and you're done. You're done. You're done. I don't like how you're shaking your head, Chris. You're being real judgy, and we're trying to be fun. And, I, and I'm worried you don't like to have a good time. <laughs> He's like, I don't like to I dress mean- up. I'm not a fool. I'm no one's jester. <laughs> I mean, everybody likes to have fun. We just have different ideas of fun. Like, why would you do things that you didn't think? True. One thing is something. One thing is something. All right, let's move on. To the Yay! Next let's move on. So, uh, this next band, Snafu. Have you all heard of this band? I Ew. like the name. Snafu. So, they had an album come out, Exile, Ooh. Banishment. And uh, picked the song, Eyes of Your God. I feel like there's a theme going on here for the album based on the name of <laughs> yeah. the song and the album. Yeah. I'm just saying. So here you go. Some snafu. I always love uh, albums that have themes. It's so metal. Yeah. It's, it's another metal trait and quality.
Thank you, Lord Satan, for giving us such a brutal track to play tonight. Uh, man, another one of those gems for me, for me personally, of the night where I'm like, that's going to be a recurring song. That's going to be something that's like I have to put on like when, when I know I'm going to be at work in five minutes, I'm like, I have enough time for this song. Like, boom, I want to pull in, like, peeling out into the parking lot, like, drifting into my parking spot. <laughs> fucking getting walk out, like, I'm ready for a fucking day, you know? I, when you hear, because I was actually listening to, like, Severed Head of State and, like, Shit System today. So, when you hear, like, silence and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know it's going to be good. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Your body like, starts moving. You're like, yeah. I'm, not, I, I'm not doing this. It's just doing it by itself. I yeah you're right that's def- this is definitely one of my favorites of the evening. Yeah, it's 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 metal as fuck but also you know we're talking like in this punk vibe. Like listen right here this breakdown. If anything it's just like I just it strikes everything when it comes to some of our favorite bands uh us three personally, you know what I mean? Like this is has everything, you know? A little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um again the band name I'm losing track Snafu. I need a, I need a, well, I got a bin right here. I'm going to start marking shit off. There you go. All right. Um, I want to, I want to, you even jumped 45 seconds into the song before you played yeah. it, right? Yeah. It's kind of just like, it's a pretty long lead in, just like sound. I mean, know. listen to the ending of this thing. They're really draining it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're really letting it. So uh, let's move on. Because yes. we have, uh, again, this is just going to get more heavy. Heavier and heavier. Heavier and heavier. Um, the next band is The Agonist, and they have an EP that just came out, Days Before the World Wept. And the uh, song I picked was Remnants in Time. Have y'all heard of this band, The Agonist? So, to be honest, I've never liked The Agonist. I'm not a big <laughs> oh. metalcore fan. Um, what if they so, asked us to go on tour, and then they heard this podcast, and they're like, never mind. What if they never liked <laughs> Flooded Tomb? Well, then, yeah, I don't like The Agonist. <laughs> Well, no, listen, it's not, again, I'm not saying that they're bad at what they do, like... It's just maybe just not It's your, just not, it's not, it's not, not my flavor. favorite, um... It's not your flavor of metal? It's not my flavor, um, and I... That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's see if it's, if it's your flavor. Yeah, so, well, let's, let's see if this, maybe, maybe, right. give it a chance, let's give it a chance.
It was fine. It's brutal. It's it's everything that I've ever asked for. But <laughs> do you ever think? No. Do you ever think like if you? Again, like we we did that comparison, and I always ask you like, so if it was like um, a band that we we like, mm, I don't really like that band, but we listened to the song and we're like, hey, the song's actually pretty good. And what if I asked you like, if you closed your eyes and I didn't tell you who it was, would you actually like it? You know what I mean? And you'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna like it. and then I told you who it was, and you were like, immediately your brain's gonna like flip script and be like, I I don't like that band based on certain maybe uh. Their imagery, their uh, some of their commentary, where it's like, you know, it's hard for us to get into that here on the podcast, but it really does change everything, you know? That's, you don't want to learn too much. That's a good point. Yeah, you don't want to even that. learn too much. Like, when you hear a scandal about some of your favorite bands, you're like, oh, <laughs> it hits you, you know, pretty deep. And then it kind of taint. It, it, everything is poisoned after that point, you know what I mean? Where it's like, fucking, it's, it's, you can't stop thinking about it when you go back. Or, like, they always say, I met that guy, and he was an asshole. Which is weird, because I've I've said things about, like, people that I've met, and I was like, he's so cool, and everyone's like, no, he's an ass, no, he's an ass. So it's yeah. just weird, like, we yeah. all have different... That's actually filed out of way, Sometimes though. Sometimes it's what if by we approach. Like, maybe he's just, like, you came... Maybe you came at him in a weird way. What if we did, <laughs> like, a blind listen podcast, where we didn't have any preconceptions, so you don't get that little, um... Yes, tasty. Especially these bitter, older, right? yeah. Especially these older bands yeah. that have been around for so long that they're they're constantly keep going and moving on as musicians, reinventing their style, doing something a little bit different each time around. You know what I mean? Or moving with the times as well, like a band just moving with what is in. You know, that's not a bad thing. That's just that's just playing the field. If anything, like a car company doesn't keep producing the same car, but doesn't listen to the zeitgeist or the 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 mainstream you know it's why cars back in the 50s look like spaceships it's because we went to fucking space and that's all anyone would ever fucking talk about so therefore cars had these flare these fins and we were all about this sci-fi trope you know about like traveling space but it's just the big we were talking about this when it comes to a halloween costume you know each year the, the most popular costume you know when the stranger things was around i dated a girl that worked at a a a wig store and she was like you have no idea because we were watching you know stranger things together and she was like i'm just gonna get hammered or like just get nailed with people coming in asking about that particular wig because the wig she had on you know 11 she she even said it because she's a wig expert she was like that's actually a really expensive wig you know and it's a really good wig and i know people are going to come in now asking for it that and she always says this one the diant word wig yeah and she's yes, like you yes. can't make that wig by the way <laughs> like the haircut is too short in the front there's no wig that to make here all right but i always find that funny because it is like uh bands kind of move in with the times you know what i mean a lot of those bands we were talking about uh that were maybe new metal bands became death metal bands yep. or you know our one of our favorite bands death tones just became death tones they were n- no longer shoved into like oh you mean yeah. that new metal band death tones it's like no just death tones where they have their own sound i mean the name alone is referring to a, a certain tone you know where it's like they kind of play on that level of like the guitar player has that edge but anyways it's yeah we're kind of like moving with the times and again it's fine we can move on to the next song we don't have to sit here and dissect too much on this one because we have much more to talk about plus we don't want to 
see anything too horrible. <laughs> no. I mean, off off camera. Off. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next band. We have three more on the album releases. Next one is uh, Hate. Okay, let me ask you. If uh, you've never heard this band before and someone asked you, does, does this sound like a metal band to you? Like just the name alone. Does it sound like a metal band? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, Hate. that's a dumb question because the band's called Hate. I Hate. would say uh, hardcore. But I can see that. I know it's not hardcore because yeah, we're, in the, we're in the we're realm of metal brutal, right yeah. here. Yeah. Last three bands. Um, the album was Rugia and the song is Exiles... Of Pantheon. fucking amazing hate is the yeah. name of the band very behemoth like good point like. didn't get that I, I, you would think it'd be a name that would be something that was hard to read <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> something very abstract a norwegian word uh maybe it is maybe play. it's hot hot <laughs> there was no list of knots on this you know I, <laughs> like, it, it's weird like i was getting i don't know i just love it it's fucking Insane! It's 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 that drummer, it's heavier bro. Than, I was gonna say that it's heavier than the name makes it sound. The drums have a lot of pizzazz. That? Yeah, it like, reminds me of that drummer from Bohemian. Like you can hear everything. Like, it's like they're kind of rolling yeah, back yeah, and fucking, forth across the kit. Yeah, like very. Boom. It's like, he's using like 
you know, that good double kick, but he's very nuanced, and you can almost hear him, like, going side to side, mm-hmm. changing like, it up, I, like, yeah. stopping it. But again, he's, like, like he's silence. building this, like, foundation when it comes to these double kicks, you know what I mean? The double kicks, like, makes it roll, and then you can have a solo sounding like this, where there's a lot of rhythm, but it is still fucking brutal, you know? The vocals and the the drums make it sound insanely brutal, and everything else is kind of groovy, you know? Yeah. So there's kind of, yeah, like, a little yeah. bit of, like... It's not too harsh to where we're like we're falling in love with it based on just that fact alone. We love harsh as harsh as can be, but at the same time we we all love like Al Green. You know what I mean? Like I mean, we we all love like those the songs that have groove and like structure and like your your classics, if you will. You know, I was watching. Even the, though we're metalheads, I was watching a show on YouTube and it was saying like the very first humans you know out in the plains of africa they would dance together in rhythm to look like a larger creature and scare off like predatory animals rhythm and movement is something that's ingrained into the you know the human psyche and the human consciousness and that's why we love that's to me like i think that's why we love groove because we're programmed to look for rhythm we're programmed to look for like how can we headbang how can we move when you see people at a metal concert and they're all moving in unison that's not a coincidence it's like a very primal human need yeah and maybe we can go too far out of that realm when it comes to metal because we're like no groove you know what i mean yeah. where it's like you want to see how far you can go with it and you want to see what you can possibly do but at the same time i think we always touch back i think i stole your water or something yeah i was gonna say <laughs> I, I ended up with two bottles and i was like i must be really <laughs> i apologize no it's i mean that was badass. Another another gem of the night. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That was a nice surprise. Uh, this next one uh, is a gem as well, I mm-hmm. think. Um, reminds me of Cannibal. Mm-hmm. The drums mm-hmm. from the vocals. It's a, it's, it's a banger. So um, the band is Eon, A-E-O-N. And uh, the it's album like is... Eon Flux. Yeah, Eon. And then... Uh, the album is God Ends Here, and the song I picked is called Liar's Den. So let's check this out here.
it, is was it the squeals that got you? Where yep. the I was gonna say I was like, like yes, seeing Chris in my head. Is that and then those uh those blast beats that, da, 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 like you can tell he's doing the like that, yeah that kind of technique of that, like the there's there's uh, we look come and find me I could literally post this on one of my drum blogs and then watch it blow up like ten thousand comments I'm not even joking dude we talked about tape on a drum head and it was over 50,000 comments like don't talk to a drummer when it comes to stuff like this it's like there's a cheater way though that's what i'm saying like you say cheater way when it comes to a drummer and they're like no 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 that word is that word is very like i'm not talking like you're cheating but you had to find a way to cheat to get that fast that's what it was all about back in the day guitar players got so fast that drummers had to figure it out and there was maybe five guys that maybe figured it out where how do you blast beat you know, they had to teach themselves that and figure it out by themselves. There's no school. You can't Google it. There's yeah. no videos. And unless someone was super talented that figured it out right away, like, there was no one to ask questions to. And, like, when it comes to, like, how the fuck do you get that fucking fast? So it's really, like, they took the time and effort to really dig in and, like, do that. Um, and I'm saying all this because you are like, that blast beat. And I was like, he's not doing it in the cheater way. I might be wrong here because we're in the studio and you can always amplify things, but you always, one hand is stronger than the other when it comes to a blast beat. Usually like for me, I'll do that. I'll do that cheater beat too. I'll switch because my right hand is stronger and I'll hit the snare. And what you really want when it comes to a blast beat is like almost like a, a back and forth kick with just the snare in between, you know, and then the kick goes in between those and then not really knowing much with the other hand, you know, it's very light. You're adding it in, but you can also go slow. You can add quarter notes or single notes as your blast beating with the other hand, but it's all about getting that steady repetition. Then you can go as you're ripping through. That just sounded like that guy was just a man and just really just pushed in all four limbs going at it. You know what I mean? I think that's why you were saying, like, that blast beat. And he was like, mm, yeah. And it's not a, it's not studio, like, magic that made it sound that heavy and loud. I, I, that's my feelings and preference when it comes to this. Have Kitty? you heard of that? Sorry, I was going to ask, have you heard of that blog? Or It's like a Facebook page where this guy messages drummers or bands and ask them if they trigger their kicks or if they use like programmed drums or samples there's literally like it's it's called like all acoustic drumming or something and I'm i really, might be a part of that one too i'm excited well it's just a, it's one guy's facebook page and i'm really excited because oh, I'm, I'm when our um mm. single comes out hopefully he'll reach out to you and ask you <laughs> if all the drums i would on, love that because if it, if he was like if he's, he's asking me because it almost sounds like there is triggers, like, why else would you ask that, right? Unless you were thinking there was triggers. It's like, did you do it like a man or did you do it like a, you have let the computer do it for like you? Man. Yeah. Well, I'm like a man would push through and, like, use his body to actually do it and cause physical pain. <laughs> like, oh, physical God. damage. There's a reason why those drummers from the 1980s didn't move on past 40. They were like, <laughs> I can't move my arms anymore. I got tinnitus in my elbow. You know, mm -hmm. and it hurts to do this. Ah, I can't even stretch him out. I'm not joking. It happens. It's not learning proper technique and it's doing something the wrong way for too long and then really causing physical pain when you've been doing it for 20 plus years and you get older and everyone breaks down a little bit. You know what I mean? But that's what it that's what they say when it comes to technique. 
you know? Uh, vocals are the same way. Like, you'll oh, yeah. fuck your vocals up if you don't have a proper technique or approach. Well, we were talking... And do it for so long. We were talking about, like, in the studio, um, the producer wanted me to do fry vocals, and I don't know how to do them. I do 100% false chord, usually. Um, so I tried fry, and it... Sorry, it sounded good. Um, what is fry vocal? It, so false chord is, like, false chord. So it's like the flaps of skin that shut. Okay. When you're um, chewing. So the food doesn't go down your esophagus. It's, like, low. But, like, a fry is your real vocal cord. So what? So a false chord is, like, the, the um, flaps of skin aren't touching. They're, like, jiggling right. parallel, and they don't touch. But a fry is your vocal cords glozy <clears throat> like that, like when you're talking, like, the lazy voice. That's like a Loki fry. And then try to be uh, metal. But while it's like you do louder. That. And I, I um I like the way it sounded so much in the studio. Sorry, it never occurred to me to do it. So I like the way it sounded so much in the studio that I did it the last two like literally the last two phrases of our set on Friday. And I kept drinking and having fun. And the next morning I woke up in like a <laughs> world of hurt because I don't know how to do it right. I was like, shit. Just, yeah. Close it up. I was like, God. Now I feel that Justin. same way. Like after we hit the studio, like I always have a different approach how I'm going to do it now forever. You well, know, it's like I, I get to hear, it, I get to like be thinking about it a little bit more. And now I, I take a different approach. I didn't do it right. <laughs> it, I, I did it wrong because it hurt. What did, What did he say though? Well, I mean, I for, mean when you, this, re, you when you did the recording for you, the studio, like you obviously. Did it right? Well, I mean, I, it sounded good, but it didn't feel good. Uh, but I, I don't care how it felt because I don't have to do it live, right? That's what I told you. You blow it out in the studio, and then you have to really dial back when you play it live. But, I mean, there there are ways to do um, fry vocals in a healthy way that doesn't hurt. Um, a little practice, a little bit of more um, understanding and control, right? That's what it comes to me, control over my, my body so I don't destroy myself behind that drum kit because I've done it before. I don't even know if it's, like, for... My the way I do my vocals normally, it's not really about control. It's about like pure chaos, unfucking your mind and realizing that the sound's gonna come out of your mouth. You don't have to push; it just comes out. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tense up, and you have to realize it's like a natural sound that humans make, yeah. like in the wild. Well, like you have to relax your throat for those vocal cords to start vibrating. You know, yeah. you can't control your vocal cords. You can only allow them to do what they do. Yeah, for any singing, you have to feel like you've got like a can of coke in your throat keep it open and keep your keep your jaw loose but i i feel like um all the bands we've listened to tonight they're masters of their craft and it really just inspires me to do better oh i mean that's i i love music that inspires me to do better as well you know? even the bands that i said i didn't like because i didn't say they were bad so don't at me and don't Come to the Indian Roller every Monday. So they sucked. <laughs> at <laughs> nine. You never even fucking produced an album. No. All right, let's move on. All right. It's uh, the last band we're going to talk about from album releases. Bound in Fear. Yes. And the album is Penance, and the song is Cutthroat. Hmm. Not that, that song sounds. That that the song title sounds. Not funny. not the Sepultura. Oh, cutthroat! But <laughs> still, still is brutal. You can't, you can't rip off a song title. You can't even it's get sued yeah, for that. You can't get sued for that shit. Too, but it's no, I mean, there was, there was literally, you can't get sued for the title of a song. Yeah, not yet. Anyways, you shouldn't be able to. 
Trigger your kicks on your album. The the kicks are triggered. Get fucked. No. When the fuck are you even asking? Get the fuck out of my face. I was just I, mean, I don't know. I'm just asking because do you think you actually did it or you think it was a computer that actually did it for you? Get the fuck out of my face. Love it. Love it. This is another song that I like the drumming. Like coincidentally enough, like listen to what they're doing. Oh. He's slowing down and yeah. move as fast as they were before. It was. Uh, I like it. It's tasty. It, yeah. To me, like it kind of almost puts you on edge. That was the whole it song. How long was that? Two minutes. <laughs> it makes you like anticipate what's coming, or me, at least. Yeah, we we, we listen to enough metal to know it's like hmm, it's about building and you know. It slows down. You're waiting yeah. for something. Absolutely, it's like uh, on guard. I know. I'm. I truly, at, at times, I can find myself just like knowing where a song's gonna go and the ones that always surprise me is the bands that like throw me off where they just like throw me the fuck out the car if you will where I'm like I know exactly what direction we're going and I'm like fuck no I'm like fucking out of here dude what was that band last week see I forgot their name and there's those are some complicated ass names when it comes to it metal it was some it was some crazy ass um metal that was like all crazy and then in the middle like it had a strong guitar melody come in and I was like wah I need I, to look at the playlist from last week. I, I think like we're we're getting so far into the future, like metal's trying to totally be uh, like fresh and new, and I'm always taking a different approach. Being a band, you especially when you're a metalhead, you're like you don't want to sound like anyone else, and you're kind of up your own ass. But maybe sometimes in a good way because you can create something very unique with that attitude, if you will. Like you pretty much. This is what they say. You want to create something new and innovating, you have to hate everything else around you. And I mean, like, literally, like, put that idea in your mind that all this music sucks. No, it doesn't. But it does to you. And that's why music, uh, you know, a lot of musicians come across as snobs or uh, prudy or fucking assholes. Because they have to have this mindset of, like, everything fucking sucks because I have to reinvent how we're going to do everything from now on. You know? A little bit. A little bit. You know, you got to kind of... 
you got to trick your mind, you know? If someone told you you can't do that, you're going to want to do it even more, right? That's like um, in any situation. If someone told me, like, you know, like, I went to a wedding and they didn't have any alcohol there, but I was expecting alcohol. Like, maybe I didn't even want to drink, but the fact that I know I can't drink or I'm told, like, we're not drinking tonight, it's like, like, you can't drink. I'm so fucking thirsty. And, like, I'm never been so thirsty. I, like, I will chug a bottle of whiskey just because someone told me I couldn't. And that's human nature a little bit, I think. Just what makes it, that, that's what kind of gives us drive to kind of, like, push forward and do something even bigger and better the next time around. They're like, no, fuck you. I bet you can't do that. Like, you can't do that shit. And they're like, I'll fucking prove it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just have to, I know this is obvious um, to anybody listening or anyone who knows Scott, but Scott is one of the most, like, insightful and wise people that I know. Chris, you're laughing? You don't think so? (laughs) I was going to be modest and be like, no. But Chris over there is like, but this guy? No, fuck you, Chris giving you advice before i've been pretty wise i, I kind of I, I uh, thank you kitty by the way but i kind of want to think of myself as like sometimes as a drunken poet you know like sometimes my best things come to me when i like i do like kind of relax my brain enough to like allow that thought to kind of come through or i just had a lot of time to sit there and reflect on things and maybe overthink i'm not when i was younger I'm not, i wasn't a big talker and I'm still that way. Like, I won't, I'm not a big talker unless I know you and I'll talk your ear off kind of thing. You know, some people say that. But I, I've always been one to listen. And I love to listen because you become a better, you know how to respond better to things when you, you actually sit there and listen to someone. And then, you know, you kind of, I don't know, just live in the moment. You, well, that, I like to listen to people as much as I love to overspeak over everyone here in the podcast. But at the same time, I, I worked at a bar for so long. And um, it occurred to me one night, we would always get off of work and go to another bar to drink. And like the staff would just sit there and complain about the job. And like we never left the job, even though we're, we're off the clock. Like we're still like, mm, mm. and it's such a negative conversation and it's not fun that I started to turn around in my head. I was like, I don't really want to have a conversation with anyone unless it's fun. And, you know, the podcast as well has taught me a lot just about talking and knowing, like, the mannerisms of when it comes to a conversation or an interview, like how you're doing now on the Texas Metal Podcast, where it's like you, there's certain mannerisms that you have to think about that you didn't realize, you know? But if you catch yourself and you become a good conversationalist, like... You kind of have these, like, you can put things in words that other people can't. You can kind of sit there and think about it, like, but it's, you know. And I, again, I'm, I, I'm just a drunken poet. <laughs> I like to do drugs and be like, yeah, man, that's just how, you know, life is sometimes. And it's got to get off each day and put on, put on one pants leg at a time. <laughs> Some bullshit like that. But thank you again. Um, that and I really just love music and art as well so it you you have to start to think about it in a different way especially when you are a musician you know what i mean and start to try to find a way to put it in words you ever try to create a song when you were younger in your very first band but you didn't have the right words to describe it or descript it or like talk about it like we're not music critics and we're not music experts but in some ways we are and we want to be 
and we keep learning each day and we go out of our way to listen to new music to listen to so many different bands to really dive in and know the lingo of the music industry and that's what it's about you know you hear me right now I've been rambling for like 10 minutes (laughs) I'm good at my job Chris (laughs) so fuck you for laughing All right. Uh, that was it for the singles or the full album releases, right? All right. Now let's do some honorable mentions. All right. We got some, uh, some, some of my favorite bands. I know we, we probably don't have enough time to play anything. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> but let's, let's go through uh, the three that we're going to. Yeah. On mention. the second, you had Oysterhead with uh, their only album, The Grand Pecking Order. It's 20th anniversary. So that's Les Claypool, uh, guitar player from Primus. Fish. Oh, oh, Trey right. Anastasio and the drummer from The Police. So it is a super group, and it is an awesome <laughs> album, worth checking out. I, I then uh, I love all those little projects that yeah. he does. A little Les Claypool project. Sixteenth had Fugazi. Uh, with the argument, and that was their twentieth anniversary of that one. So weird that they put in a, an album back in nineteen ninety, where it's like you always think of them as an early nineties band and kind of just faded. Yeah. But they were just they kept doing stuff. Yeah. They just they play by their own rules and they do whatever the fuck they want. That's yeah. why I love about them. And then uh, Pussifer on the eighteenth had uh, conditions of my parole come out, and that was uh, ten years ago. I absolutely love the self titled track uh, "Conditions of My Parole." It's they kind of went on this, like, a little, like, on this kind of country vibe where they dressed up like country singers and went on tour. And it was, like, that whole, you know, that whole uh, a lady singer, guy singer, we're just going to get down. Fucking. And they, like, totally played in on that and, like, created some really good songs just by, like, shoehorning in that idea of the, you know, the 1950s uh, tours. You know, it's like Elvis. um, uh, the man in black, what's his name? Um, Johnny Cash. Obviously, why am I forgetting this? Let's move man on because I'm, 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 I'm spent. Yeah. If I can't remember Johnny Cash's name, this podcast is over. Yeah. So those were the three honorable mentions, and uh, we'll get to the real albums that we're going to kind of discuss and uh, play some songs from. All right, let's do this. S- starting on the 7th, you had <clears throat> Meshuggah release The Violent Sleep of Reason, and that was five years ago. And uh, I picked a song off that album that is one of my favorites, Born in Dissonance.
Always with the solo, bro. Turn it back up. I'm fucking addicted, dude. It's one of my favorite bands of all time. And it's only been like since this album, pretty much. I'm not that familiar with this particular album, but four or five years, I've been absolutely obsessed with this band. Like every fucking thing they do. And then I always say that in the podcast because their later albums, you know, were way earlier. Like uh, like 2005, you know, where we got the whole... Um, uh, ob, ob, obscene. Obscene. Yeah. Where it's not that long ago, but you can kind of see like people love this band and reflect on it. And it's a, uh, how, how would you say? It's like a, um, well, you said Zeitgeist. And I say, I feel like a lot of bands just heard this and was like, I want to do that. You know what I mean? I always say the this. Influence. They were like an influence on a lot of bands. They're influence on me for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, yeah. I I can't, you know, purport to tell you what's in the head of, like, bands like Archspire or, like, Inferi, but when I hear, like, a lot of the modern tech death bands, what I hear is, like, the Meshuggah, like, the nothing yes. that I heard the, as a young stops, kid. The stops, the weird yeah. times. The, I had never, like, I haven't... Gent, like, jet metal built off of this, right? I haven't heard, like, this album, but I kind of feel like, because it's pretty recent, they've, they're keeping up with the bands that they inspired. They're going like toe to toe with those newer bands. Definitely. They sound just as fresh, just as chunky, you know. They're, Still just as they're weird the, they're and wonderful. The grand, they're yeah. the granddads, yeah. you know. They're yeah. the the, the, yeah. the forerunners and all this. Yeah. And I'm really excited, you know, getting back with their original guitar player. And last last thing we heard, you know, about a year ago is that they're going to start working yeah, on something. Be, yeah. Going to start working Cooks on something in the kitchen. Soon. So I'm very excited. And, um, What's that on your microphone? Oh. <laughs> I got you again. God. Chris is such a little girl. A little baby spider just hanging there. Just hanging there. I was waiting for you to notice that. You know it's been there for like five songs. Right? No. <laughs> you probably like check your back and your shoulders. Because <gasps> they're probably like dropping oh, yeah, down. They are, they are, they're, they're probably dropping from down here. from the Laying tree. eggs in his ears and yeah, dude. into his brain. And- you had like a cut on you, like could have just gone oh, in there gosh. and just like laid some eggs and just moved on, and then one day you just had spiders pouring out your arm. Oh my god! What the hell? I mean, you? what's more metal than that, though? <laughs> it's pretty metal, dude. All right. Again, uh, Meshuggah. If you haven't listened to Meshuggah, what the fuck is wrong with you? All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another band celebrating thirty-five an years. Thirty-five years. How is this album older than me? I didn't even realize that. Of course, this album's older than you. Like, I'm surprised this album's not a lot older. You know what I mean? Thirty-five like, years and came out on the same day as uh, yeah. the Meshuggah I mean, album. Oh wow! So on the seventh, and we're talking about Slayer, Rain and Blood, the oh. classic. I think we didn't say any more, just play. Yeah. Yeah. 
what else can you say? It's a fucking slayer. What do you need to say? What you else can you say? Here, here's what I'm going to say. I love this because maybe it will piss someone off. I don't know. But I feel like Slayer is a bunch of guitar players surrounding Dave Lombardo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Dave Lombardo is really the gem of the band. His style has influenced so many people. He's played in so many bands after the fact. It's He set a pace for drummers everywhere. Like, you know, there's plenty of people before him, but he was one of those people that came up and just put a staple into what you should expect when you hear metal drumming. Am I correct here? Like, I mean, the guitar players are great, but they're barely in the top 100 greatest guitar players of all time. Dave Lombardo's in the conversation of the best 10 metal drummers of all time, and definitely in the top 50 of greatest rock and roll drummers or just drummers in general. You know what I mean? Setting a standard... Literally inspiring other drummers to go forth and push even harder. It's, I don't know. I love Dame Lombardi. He's so humble and still to this day, he's like the best part of Slayer in my mind. And he's not there. And I love Paul. And he's great too, but I'm a drummer and I've always been the Dave Lombardo fan. Like, and everything, all those drum beats, I'm obsessed with. I, I, re, I literally mimic him at times when it comes to song. And it's just, I don't know. That's me. So yeah, Carrie King, go fuck yourself. That's what I was getting at. I just read an article. Carrie was Jeff, you're cool. Upset with Slayer ending early, and that the next project he's working on is badass. So keep an eye out for that. The next Carrie King project. He's upset with Slayer ending early when it was his decision. I'm sure let's, he was. Let's part just of move on yeah. before I get mad. All right. All like right. I don't want to pay the drummer because you're just you just play drums and like we can get anyone to replace you. It's like he's the original drummer. He created a fucking style and you can't give him the goddamn paycheck. He doesn't even get any songwriting. Let's just move on before I get real upset. All right. I love you, Slayer. Uh, an album that came out on the eighth, thirty years ago, oh. was Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger, and uh, play a tune from that album right now.
was like some sugar shit right there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just breaking Every time band. signatures. <laughs> just breaking time signatures. Um, yes, you know, you want to say it's a grunge band, but at the same time, they're, it is metal to me. I, I, all this stuff is metal. Like, you can call something like Led Zeppelin heavy metal, and then when I ask someone that, they're like, I'm like, is Led Zeppelin a heavy metal band? They're like, no, it's classic rock. It's like, that's what we call it now, asshole. It's, it's just the heaviest thing back then, you know? Is Jaws a horror movie? Is Jaws a horror movie? It's pretty scary. I mean, at the time. I've never seen it because I'm too scared. Then, yes, and it is the number one horror movie of all time. But is like it is literally like a PG movie, you know? There was only two ratings back in the day, and they didn't show any blood. So, and definitely no boobs, so no bad language. But it's one of the most terrifying movies of all time. So it is a horror movie, you know? It's the music. Ask anyone. It's like, okay, is Underworld a horror movie? So you're telling me werewolves and vampires are not horror. It is a horror movie. It's just a different genre of horror. It's, it's more it's like a different action. genre of horror. I, yeah, yeah, I would say it was more like an action. Yeah. I guess action horror. Okay, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But it's, come on, we're talking werewolves here. We're talking like classic monsters. The whole Frankenstein, werewolf, the mummy. The, the mummy with Brendan Fraser. Horror movie? It's, the mu- it's a remake of a classic horror movie. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Um, I love Soundgarden and fucking always will. And it's going to be one of those uh, things I'll always come back to. And uh, I, so staying on topic with that, because uh, I guess we're in the realm or the time frame and the scene and area. Uh, we're going to move on to the Melvins on this next one. Yes, the Melvins. Uh, the album is a senile animal. That is a classic Melvins album. It's with the two drummers. It's become a classic yeah. Melvins album. All the songs on it are... It's amazing. It's classic. Um, came out on the 10th, and uh, I remember when we saw them, they were Released touring this, this album, album, and yeah. it was so awesome seeing the two drummers. It was basically big business. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's uh, Melvin's big band. Yeah, so here's a song from that album, The Hawk.
It sounded. It literally. It literally sounded like this when we saw it live. Like no difference. And I didn't know the album. We just we walked in on knowing the Melvins from the Melvins. We didn't fully get a chance to listen to this entire album. We bought the album while we were there, obviously, but it was like, whoa, you know, because we were expecting, you know, the Melvins we walked in on. And this is on the same par. Yes, but we didn't see this coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like, holy, like the new songs where everyone always says, oh, I like the older stuff, but the new stuff is not that great. Here's that like, double drumming it's... stuff. Technical difficulties. That was the end of the song. <laughs> I, then I, it goes right into it that. goes into that next song, yeah. and that's why I was like, what, "What the hell just happened?" There? <laughs> I was like, "Just uh, the Melvins are one of those bands that still builds albums, thinking about albums, not about singles, not about taking one song out of How's context. It flow? It's how it's the entire thing's gonna flow, and I love and respect that. Plus. They've been one of those bands that have literally, like, said "fuck you" to the music industry right in their face, double middle fingers, stepping backwards, and are still a band to this day. I know how many albums they were. One of the first still people putting out yeah. acoustic albums. They were like, everything. "Oh, you're you're Live you're album. supposed to make four albums before your record contracts up." So they make their next two albums be one song that's 15 minutes long, and the other one is just white noise. <laughs> and they're like, "Fucking produce it, cut it, clip it, get it out." At the same time. A little bit of a smack in the face to the fans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're a kid and you, the album you saved that, up your money and you just grabbed a random album, they did the kiss thing with out, the three. Like, and that the kiss was, thing was just fun. That was fun, but that, that was, was bullshit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> three songs in the album, <laughs> and they were, the thing was, and they were full price too. They were full price. God damn it! Fuck you, music industry. Well, fuck you, everyone else as well. Um, I love the Melvins. They're everywhere. Um, obviously, they're legendary and. Like we always say, these things are very incestual. Like these yep. things share a lot. So, again, the Melvins, uh, senile animal. Can't believe it's been 15 years. 15. I miss you, old emos. I miss you so fucking much. Every day, I miss the old emos. All right, let's move on to something it's our even last, older. Last thing to talk about. <laughs> I remember buying this album, man. I know. This is one of the, this is like. This is the first time he's ever written any of his lyrics. By himself. It's probably one of his best albums. And that's crazy because it really, over time, let's, let's just talk yeah. about it. It's uh, Ozzy Osbourne's um, Down, Down to Earth. Earth. 20. What a corny ass fucking album cover, by the way. <laughs> right? It's There's, iconic, though. What is it an is cool. Angel? Corny. Like, yeah, it's all computer horrible graphic yeah. animation. Yeah. And um, I just knew it was like the, I, that's what I heard about it was just the first time Ozzy ever wrote any of his own lyrics. And that blew my fucking mind, you know? From Black Sabbath to every classic as Ozzy song before this point. They always gave it off to the bass player. They're like, here, you read it. But sign this MDMA saying, like, all the shit belongs to Ozzy even after you write it. But it sounds good to me. <laughs> I, I can't believe how well this album held up because I thought I fell in love with it because, again, you spend all your money on one album. 
maybe every two months if you had enough, like you had the chance to go to the mall to buy something, and you even if you didn't like it, you just you you were stuck. You had to listen to it. Yep. You didn't have a fucking choice. You already spent your twenty dollars. You know, mm-hmm. so you better invest. So in this, I I always thought it was great, but I thought it was probably because I listened to it so many times. But the rest of the world kind of thinks that as well. And there's so many. I've gone back recently and listened to this where I'm like, still fucking holds up. Oh, yeah, definitely. So let's uh, kick it off with the title track. The first song gets me through. I know, I know that's the best part of the solo. I know that that's the part that fucking really slaps. <laughs> it, it really is like it's it's yeah. clever. It's it's well produced. You oh, know, yeah. you know they had all the hands right, on deck. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. The funnest thing I've, you know, this is back in the MTV two days and uh, the Osbournes. Believe it or not, fun fact, people, the Osbourne is the first successful reality show ever. It was 
the 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 start for every reality show that we have now. The Osbournes was the very first. Do you realize that? That they were the very first reality show. So I'm saying that because when out Ozzy's making this album, you know, they uh, MTV2 does a whole like behind the scenes of them recording, and I just remember Zach Wilder just getting so upset because he's like. It's hard to get him to focus, man. <laughs> like we're in the studio, we're recording, and I'm, I mean, we're like, where the fuck is Ozzy? And he's like inside, like trying to figure out his satellite TV, <laughs> like just all these goddamn remotes. <laughs> I was like laughing, but this album is fucking gorgeous. And again, I can't believe this is the first album he ever wrote his own lyrics. This song was probably the perfect example of that. He talks about like who he is and this imagery that people have built around him, you know, the Antichrist, the Iron Man. He's yeah. talking about, like, you know, him just being the ultimate sinner. It's like, and then we, we came to the realization, it was like Ozzy, and then it was like Marilyn Manson, and then it was Eminem, because we're talking like 2001, you know what I mean? The bad boys, the people that really pushed the boundaries of just being despicable and just outlandish, and sh- it's a, lo- a lot of it is about shock value, but also, um, at the same time, uh, keep, in, keep in mind making good music, you know? And I can't believe it held up. I can't believe you're a fan of it. And I, I know other people have talked about it, too, where they're like, damn, dude, this album's like... Some things just hold the test of time. And I think Ozzy's, like, pretty much Ozzy's entire catalog is going to be... You know, he's the most successful solo musician of all time. I think still Beyonce is still number two compared to Ozzy when it comes to the amount of money and success someone had from leaving a very successful group, you know, it even coming a next step further because Ozzy's it's, it's sad, but very true. Ozzy's on a higher echelon than black Sabbath, black Sabbath is legendary cult classic, but Ozzy is the, 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 the king of sin, the, the, the God of rock and roll. You know what I mean? Just always nailed it. Even though if it wasn't, his doing most of the time, you know, but it, it no, it, I love it. So, um, that's all we got. Um, we're going to end on another Aussie piece tune. Oh, really? Okay. Um, let's, let's, okay. Let's talk about the, uh, seventh year anniversary. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Again, we're, we're six bands. Uh, we're starting off the night with a band called sex mix. All right. I know what you're thinking, but, Again, I love the job that I do because I find these little gems of local bands in this town where I'm like, did anyone else know this existed? You know what I mean? Where it's like, I want more people to hear this band. I, I, I'm I, happy to promote this band because I, I love it so much. So Sex Mess is definitely one of those bands, very fuzzy, two-piece. It's going to be fun. And they do a lot of stage uh, shenanigans and pranks. And then King Country, which is heavier than the name sounds. Like, on a... I know we're going fuzz rock. I know we're on a psychedelic realm, but there's times where it definitely hits a metal vibe and absolutely great. And then Buzz Electro, we've had them before, up and coming, uh, super catchy. I'm, I'm very jealous of that album, you know, because it sounds so good. All the songs are so catchy. I'm like, why doesn't everyone talk about you? Because it is gorgeous. And then uh, Dregs, um, you know, some of my oldest friends, um, it's weird when you, you like you meet someone you work with and they're like, I'm in a band too. And they're, I'm like, what's your band name? I'm going to look them up when I get home. And you're like, kind of like, mm, you don't know, you know? And 
But the, when you do look them up and you're like jaw dropped because you're like, holy shit, this is good. That's how I felt about Dregs. Like, always loved this band. Um, all these bands, again, are on Spotify. If you follow me at Scott Brolet, that's B-R-O-U-I-L-L-E-T-T-E. I'm sorry. I just can't change that last name, apparently. I mean, I already started the Spotify account a long time ago. I can't go back in. got to re-race. It doesn't work this way. Um, don't look at me like that. Um, no, I, like, I have playlists of these local bands constantly, and that's all I've been making. Um, and then we're going to go to Rickshaw, Billy's Burke Ritual, as uh, any local fan knows. Um, just a heavy hitter, just totally one of the funnest bands in town, and heavy as all balls. And then a little band called Dracula's, which, fun fact, uh, Mike Wiebe from uh, Riverboat Gamblers. It's just another side project. They really, you know, play into the characters of being this kind of, like, punk rock, like, 1980s band. You know, same haircut, same clothing on stage. And it's just fun. It's, it's, it's all going to be fun. Uh, doors at 5, always free here at Indian Ruler. And the first band goes on at 6. It's going to be a long day for me. And I guess the only downside of all this is I'm not going to get to see the entire show. Because I, I know it's going to be slam-packed here. I, I, I would love nothing more to just see every band perform, really. I'm going to be coming out, grabbing dishes, and be like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. i got to go now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, again, special thanks to Indian Roller for letting us do this. Uh, thank you, Kitty, for – I mean, you're, you're just the co-host. Like, you're, you're just a host. You're not even a co-host. You're I, always here. Like, I need you here. I have to go back to the office oh, next week. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do this every so often, but hopefully yes. more often yeah, yeah. than every once in a while. But thank you for inviting me. I've had a great time. You're the expert the here. Podcast. This is your expertise, if you will. I don't I have opinions. I don't know if I'm, like, the <laughs> expert. You, you've heard most of these bands. You, you live in the style of... of this type of metal like we all have our own niche but you like you have your your niche and i have mine and so does chris so therefore yeah. we really fill the we fill it out you know we yes. everything and um i guess that's all for me anything you want to plug anything you want to talk about we can't really promote the gig because we're gonna fuck up indian roller here but come oh, see us yeah i mean we're that far up no. yeah october 3rd as yeah, far as I we mean, can go without getting canceled, all right? We, we might not be able to do the podcast. There's anymore. a great local heavy music scene. So many great bands out there. I would just say just support local metal. Um, my thing is I moved to Austin from the suburbs of Oklahoma City to go to college, and I was always a big metal fan. And moving to Austin, I could go see, you know, this was back in the day, like you said, Emo's uh, was active on 6th Street. You could walk between Emos, The Mohawk, Red Eyed Fly, Red Seven, and God. see four shows Beer in one Land. night. Beerland, yeah. yeah. You could see four shows honors. in one night. And um, the reason why we could see so many metal shows all the time was because of this rich local metal scene. So, you know, when you find a local metal band you love, just support the heck out of them so they can be there and play the shows for you. Um, Absolutely, and that's yeah. the only reason I would want you to follow us on all the social media platforms at Bangover because that's all we do. That's all we do. We just we love to just support these local bands around us and uh, bring them to light and show them because it's 
it's so much easier to talk about someone else's band that you love than to really talk about your own, right? Like, uh, you need to come see me play live. It's like, no, you need to come see Sudden Death play live. Yeah, that's was, what you need to go fucking do. I was going to say. Because that's going to blow your fucking mind. And I love to say that more than come see Flooded too. you know? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's what it's all about, you know? By the way, big thanks to Sudden Death for uh, sitting around for our nonsense and for joining us. Um, I, I feel like, you know, Sudden Death would be good co-hosts as well for the show. Um, if they we don't, lost it. If midnight is not past your bedtime, oh, wow. and I feel like I'm going to turn into a pumpkin right now. Oh, oh, we're still. I don't know what happened. There we go. Okay. I don't know what happened. All right. Uh, did, you, did, did we catch that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was trying to silence me. <laughs> no. Silence my voice. Potter down. Potter down. She's talking too much. She's dragging out the show. Uh, thank you all for listening. And again, um, save this playlist. It, you have one week to listen to it. Save the bands that you love. Because that Monday, right before we start this podcast, we're going to update it. So uh, each week, you're going to have something new. You know, check it out. Just put it in your car and your, your, when you're driving to wherever, and you might find something you love, you know? And that's all we've been doing. Just finding shit that we didn't even know existed. Supposed to be the whole point of all this. Again, I'm Scott Allen. That's Kitty Farmer. <laughs> and thank you, Chris Myers, for always putting together such a, a brutal playlist. Top-notch. Top-notch playlist. Yes. All right, uh, where we we're, gonna we're end, walking uh, out on. We're going to end with another Aussie tune. Can you hear them off the album we were talking about earlier? Down to Earth. Down to Earth, yes. Thank you for listening.